Hello, beauties. So we are back with another episode of Unashamed the Podcast. I am your host, Margie Krishner, and I am coming to you from my home office where I'm just um, taking some moments to myself as my kids are down for a nap. So just working on mom time. I um, I'm actually recently disconnected from social media. This was a personal decision that I made because I felt that I was um, honestly just burning out and just um, really kind of pushing and forcing and hustling and feeling very scattered with my energy. Um, and as we know, uh, that's just not the place that you want to be, certainly not when you're in a space of leadership. And so I really just took the time to kind of step back and um, take all those pieces that were floating all around me and um, try to ground into that energy, decide what needs to stay and what can go. And so um, in doing this practice, I kind of came up with a couple of things that I've noticed for myself um, about my own, you know, energy leaks and things that I was doing um, that was not helping me to stay grounded and focused. And so I'm going to share a few of those strategies with you. Um, so if you're new to grounding, it's just an idea to be able to kind of take that wild energy, that scattered energy, that feeling of um, almost like you could just take your hands and like place them out around you and just kind of feel them like buzzing or like, let's say you're sitting in a chair and your knees just kind of shaking. I know we've all like seen that when someone's sitting, you know, in the doctor's office or something kind of waiting their turn. It's like that energy of like um, just feeling, um, like you're not centered, like you're not within yourself, like you're not at home. And uh, that safety, that that energy that brings you kind of down um, and not in a way that's just like numb. It's in a way that feels content and stable. And so that is um, what I'm accomplishing is just kind of pausing and feeling in and uh, kind of getting that foundation for myself. So the strategies I'm going to be sharing with you were actually um, – prompted by these, this Virgo full moon that we've just had. Um, the Leo full moon that we had was very expansive for me. It was like that wild fire and um, it lit lots of passions up almost to the point where I was like, wow, it's so, um, the world is so wide open. There's so much I could do. I was um, invigorated and passion was burning at multiple ends. And so this was a welcome change for me with this Virgo moon where I could get some order and some stability um, and figure out which passions I really wanted to um, see through and which ones were just meant to light a spark. Because ultimately, uh, we just want to be curious about life and let our inspiration kind of lead the way. Um, without needing to know the full plan, just always being inspired and um, intuitively led. Okay, so the first strategy that I'm going to dive into is not one that you would normally consider as an energetic type of detox, but uh, it's actually one of my favorite rituals, and that happens to be decluttering. So when we think about the energy um, of our home or just that the fact that everything is energy, that means that whatever it is that you see in your surroundings, it all carries um, its own you know, energy. And so we are surrounded by possessions. And some of those possessions for us can hold on to memories. They mean things, you know. Um, it's not just an old shirt. It's maybe like 
the teacher that you used to snuggle with from, you know, your boyfriend before he was your husband. Um, that might've been actually a story of my own, but uh, you take what, what you want from that story. And so when we have these possessions, you know, you see like shows like hoarders where people just have all of these things and it's like, they're holding on to something. And it's not so much the stuff that they're holding on to. It's like the way that those things make them feel. And so maybe even some of that stuff we don't want to go through because it could be triggering, you know, or it's like clothes that you no longer can fit in, but you really are holding on to them because you think like one day, you know, it might be motivating for you to get into those jeans again. Um, but really in, in thinking about it like that, it's, it's not healthy. It's not helpful because we're just saying, well, you need to get back to that right now is not good enough. We need to get back to that. And so, um, I had started feeling very chaotic moving through my home. We have, you know, that's at some times there's four kids in the house and so it can get really cluttered and, you know, they have all their own toys. I have my stuff. My husband has his stuff. We have a dog. There's a lot that goes on in this household, but me taking control over my possessions and recognizing like, do I need this? Do I not need this? What can I spare? And so when I'm asking myself questions, as I'm going through this process, I'm thinking about releasing the weight of these possessions and freeing myself from the binds of that clutter. Being able to see open spaces in my house automatically helps some of that weight to be lifted off of my chest. It makes me feel like I'm in control of my life and that I'm creating a space for me that makes me feel safe, that makes me feel um, that I have a sanctuary, a place to call home, whether it's you know within my own soul or just in my immediate environment, that it's calming. And so we can start small with that. Like for me, I started in the kitchen. I went through all of my kitchen drawers, like the junk drawers, the mail that's in them, like random um, pieces of just even like freebies that you get from events and stuff that you go to. You know how sometimes like magnets and such can just like end up in your drawers. Um, old greeting cards that people have mailed to you. Just stuff that you just put in there. Get rid of it. Let it go. And you can find a place for it. You can donate it. I've taken multiple things to Goodwill and felt really good about passing on those possessions. Perhaps there's a small box that you can put together of things that you want to gift, you know, uh, to a friend or a family member or someone that could use those things so that you're um, inviting fresh energy into your life and also blessing theirs. And so this, again, it's a ritual. And the point of this being a ritual is that you're really getting into that energy of what you want to receive, what your intentions are for the practice. And so if you are letting go, if you are healing, if you are making space for yourself, if you are claiming that you don't need to hoard with a scarcity mindset, that you don't need all of these things, that you are content and well as you are, um, there's this transformation that can happen in that. It's, it's very liberating. It's very freeing. And honestly, I would challenge you to just start small. Pick that one space that you feel like you can tackle. It could be, um, you know, a bathroom closet. Maybe it is that you want to straighten out all of your products. Like you don't need all of those products. And then suddenly your bath routine becomes a ritual because you have this nice created space for yourself with the things that you know that you need. And they hold on to so much more meaning when you don't have, you know, five different like random body washes or whatever it is that you're using. It just, there's so much more value and um, intention behind you putting that lotion on because you can see it and it was placed there for you to, you know, to check in with yourself after your bath. Like now when you're putting that lotion on, it's like there's that intention behind cleaning it. You didn't just like grab one random one out of the drawer. And um, it's just putting meaning and, and really like validating yourself that, um, you don't have to have all of these things and, and there's just so much more joy 
And honestly, I crave less because of that practice, knowing that like, I don't need to have a bunch of things. One, I can find where my things are now. And so I don't like constantly continue buying things when really they were just like hiding in a random stack. And I hold on to the value of them because I know that they were um, special to me, that they, they stayed. I kept them. Okay, so the next, this is really more of, uh, let's dive into your phone and your email situation. So you wouldn't think that these things carry weight and energy, but most of us take our phones with us, I don't know, everywhere. <laughs> um, and so there's a lot stored in there. I'm not even just talking about pictures. I'm talking about emails that carry um, all the energy that somebody went into writing them. And, you know, honestly, we have to really think about what we're receiving. And so when you go through your inbox, sometimes you're just scrolling and it's like, ugh, I don't want to read that. I don't want to read that. But like, if you continually scroll past the same few things, like maybe you subscribed at a time where you needed it, but now you no longer need that message. And so you want to take that extra step and unsubscribe and release yourself from that and cut those cords. And so now that person that has written that email, because there's a person behind those emails, they are, um, they're giving out the energy to people that truly are ready to receive. There's like that healthy energy exchange happening between those two people. There's so much, um, there's honor, honor truly, because they took the time for you to receive it. Um, and you are now saying that you want to subscribe to it. You are available for it. This is something that feels supportive, enriching, healing to you, and it's meaningful. And so you don't want to just like let all that spam crowd in. You want to unsubscribe, release it. And um, that stress, there's an anxiety that can come in from that when it's like, Ugh, I have so many emails to go through, but maybe you really don't. Maybe a lot of that is just something that you could take the, the time to unsubscribe from. Okay, then also let's talk about cleaning up notifications. So we're being bombarded constantly with like, this is important, this is important, reminder, reminder, reminder. And then you might think that you have all of these things to do and you're so busy and there's just so much going on in your life and your phone is just, um, it's blowing up. There's so much going on there. Okay, but really some of those notifications, one, you might not even know that you actually have um, checked off that you want to receive those. Like you maybe downloaded the app and immediately it's just going to start notifying you. And if you're like me, you can get very overwhelmed by that sort of thing and just not even want to look at it. But again, this goes right back to taking that time, those that extra step. So you ask yourself, what do I want to receive? What is of importance to me that I need to know what's going on with this? Is it something that I need, you know, that constant reminder about? Because if I don't, then I need to turn that notification off. And so what you're receiving constantly is like, there could be this constant urge to like consume. You need this. This, this is something that we want to remind you of. It's important. How important is it really? Don't put yourself in a position to feel overwhelmed if it's unnecessary. Notifications are to help you. They are to, um, to relieve stress, to let you know that something uh, needs your attention. And so how important are those things that are calling your attention? The next thing is to delete the apps. We all know there's probably an app for just about anything. Um, however, when you think about that there's an app for just about anything, many can serve multiple functions. And so... This is basically what we're doing is we're decluttering our phone. So when you open up your phone, just kind of scroll through all your different current installed applications, take a look at them, and then ask yourself, do I use all of these? 
some of them might even have like that downwards arrow that needs to be redownloaded because it's been that long since you actually even, I mean, if you're on iPhone, that's what it would look like, but it's been that long since you've even used it. So you probably don't need it anymore and you can let it go. And you might actually have, you know, one app that can serve the function of two or even three apps combined. And wouldn't that be nice for you to be able to uh, recognize just uh, how resourceful that you can be with your time and just increase, you know, being more aware. Do you need all of this stuff? It's really just what it comes down to. Uh, what are we available for? What do we truly need? And um, these all th these are things that are all really tied back to that scarcity mindset. It's not like a, I have to have everything. There's not enough. I need more constant consumption. Pare it down. And, um, it, I promise you, this is, it's really there very therapeutic. And honestly, I've noticed too, without all these constant, you know, reminders and things going off in my phone, I don't need my phone with me constantly before it was like, it's so important. There's so much going on with it, but I don't because I am more aware now. I recognize what's coming in, what I'm receiving, what I'm available for. And, um, I would just encourage you to take this practice for yourself too, because it has been very, very healing for me. Okay, so we're going to move on to some of the things that you can do um, just every single day. And it might seem like, oh my God, I have to do this every day. That's so much. But no, what you're doing is you're carving out this space of intention for yourself. You're grounding into your day. You're getting yourself centered. And then you're going to be checking back in with yourself. And this is going to be a practice that really becomes second nature. It's not going to be something that you have to think about. And in honesty, Anything for you that you have to like remember to follow the plan, that's going to be difficult. What we want is an embodied lifestyle. And what I mean by that is these things are going to become like uh, just the way that you do things. It's just how you be, how you go about your life. It's going to feel good. And so uh, in the morning, I've mentioned before, you know, we have a lot of kids in the house. I take some time for myself in the morning. This is something that is a sacred time. Does it happen every single day? The intention is that I would like for it to, but if it doesn't, that's okay. And so my morning routine, uh, it just looks like me waking up an hour before my kids do. And if they wake up early, then, you know, sometimes I'll just continue on and invite them in. I immediately will, uh, I set my coffee in the evening so that it's ready in the morning and I just kind of turn it on. I pour my cup of coffee and I take myself after brushing my teeth straight into my office. The lights are still dim and I will set down, myself down and do my, my morning meditation. I put my music on Google home. I'll literally just say like, Hey Google play meditation music. And, um, I go into my meditation and really, really focus on breathing. I'm not forcing anything. If you've meditated before, um, I'm sure that you're aware that there are thoughts that come through your mind and, and they pass and sometimes they hang out a little longer than you like. Um, but for me, this is just about uh, connecting to myself before my day starts, just noticing and uh, just being present and really breathing and um, kind of waking myself up into my body slowly. There's no rush. And also, I do not consume my phone before any of this. I do not pick up my phone first thing. Um, and maybe a bit of water. I don't drink the coffee. It's sitting and waiting for me. It's almost like my, uh, after meditation treat, like, yay, you did it. Um, so after meditation, I do what I like to call morning pages. This is something that you can look up. I'm, I certainly can't coin the term for morning pages, but I will just open up to a page on my journal. And by journal, I mean, uh, just like three ring, uh, like notebooks that I have, a bunch of those notebooks, nothing super special. And I pick up a pen and I just start writing and I, the ultimate uh, end 
you know, goal for that is to fill the page completely. A lot of the things that come up for me in meditation, I'm able to now take to the paper and there's this processing that happens. And um, I really can connect to what it was that I was feeling by way of writing. And so I'm just kind of letting it out. It's like this release. And again, it also feels like a ritual, similar to what I talked about with the cleaning. And so as I'm releasing these um, emotions, they find way to word. And then uh, this connection of emotion and word uh, helps me to recognize, process the thoughts, and uh, really tap into any messages that I was receiving uh, during meditation because I'm always open to divine guidance. We all are. And uh, so prior to, or excuse me, not prior. So after I finish my morning page, then I will pull an oracle card from three of my favorite decks. Um, I have my Spirit Animal Oracle deck, my Work Your Light Oracle deck, and the Starseed Oracle. Two of those are Rebecca Campbell. You probably recognize them and uh, call out Baron Reed. And I can put those in the show notes because I do love them so much. So I will pull a card from each one of those and pick a few of my crystals that I want to lay out in a grid pattern. I read you know, any of the guidance that's in the, the books for them. And then also kind of tune into what it is that I'm feeling as I'm looking at the cards. And this is just a beautiful practice for me to get centered for my day. Uh, sometimes I'll add in some prayer or some devotional. I do have a Bible. I like to play a game where I'll just kind of see where I naturally flip to on the pages and just trust that whatever is there is meant for me. And it's just a really beautiful way to connect with myself. And then as I have these daily pauses throughout my day. So if I'm starting to feel, you know, like that, like we said earlier, that those arms out or that shaky knee and just kind of like that wild energy, I can come back to this place of peace and remember the way that I started my day. I can take those deep breaths just like I did in my meditation. I can help myself to get back to that place, to get back to that, that home, that settled feeling, that, um, that intention that I've set for myself. And I can, you know, recognize whatever energetic boundaries that I need for myself throughout my day to maintain that feeling, that sense of peace. That's, that's where I'm supposed to be. That's contentment. And from this space, I am so much more mindful about how I engage, you know, with others and activities and in my life, because I take ownership over myself and how I'm feeling. And it just helps me to make sure that I'm showing up from a space of love and um, truth, what's true for me. And so I hope that you take some of these practices into your day. I am so grateful to continue our connection here in this space. If you are searching for me on Instagram, uh, know that, you know, I'm still, I'm still taking my time. It's a good space for me to be in right now. I love that I'm honoring myself in this way. You can subscribe to my love letter. It is a weekly email that I, um, I've definitely continued sending out. It's spam free. I promise you my, uh, ultimate goal is always to provide value and, uh, tips for you and just a little self-love boost because we all could use a little more love. So with that, I'm signing off and uh, just sending um, so much love and thankfulness for you all being here. Have a beautiful day, babes. All right. Bye-bye.
If you love this podcast, I would be so honored if you would please rate and review. You can take a screenshot of this episode and share to your stories on Instagram. Your support means so much to me. I can't wait to see you on another episode. And if you are looking for more ways to work with me, visit unashamedmama.com for a listing of my current programs and offers. All right. See you next time, babes.